It's the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. So at the beginning of the pandemic, Tim Horton said, remember how you could give us your reusable cup and we'd fill it up with coffee because the environment? Mm-mm, no, pandemic not happening. They're bringing that back now. If you bring a reusable cup to Tim Hortons, they'll refill it for you and they'll give you 10 cents off your coffee. So you can hand them that moldy coffee cup that's been sitting in your back seat for two and a half years. You can hand it through the window and they'll fill it up for you. No questions asked. Oh, as much as it's great for the environment, I feel bad for the workers because they must see some gross cups. You made a good point about roll up the rim, though. Yeah, if we're going back to non-hygienic practices, why not bring back the old <laughs> roll up the rim? That people licked and then <laughs> yeah. handed to Tim Hortons workers and then they grabbed it with their hands. We would literally open that thing with our gooey mouths <laughs> and then take it to the worker at Tim Hortons and hand it to them. Our hands would touch the sticky <laughs> roll up the rim, which would then touch their hands. <laughs> it sounds so funny post-pandemic, doesn't oh, it? gross. But hey, you get to save 10 cents on a cup of coffee. And if you buy enough cups of coffee, you can save enough money to buy coffee from somewhere good. As the weather gets warmer, a lot more people coming back to their cottages in Huron County. Population grows. That means the number of people on Tinder and the other dating apps also grows. Yay, you don't have to date your cousin. <laughs> It's kind of a Huron County problem, right? Everybody's your cousin here. It's nice that people who are dating in this day and age, they can just cut to the chase. They can go to a dating app which caters to people just like them. The latest thing is called VegPal. It's a dating app that connects vegans and vegetarians. Okay. Because you don't want to go out with someone. And if you're a vegan, you're sitting across from someone eating... Bloody steak. Yeah, what looks to you like a a carcass or something. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. It'd be gross, right? So this kind of narrows it down for you. It's called VegPal, though. It sounds like you're in relationship with a vegetable. VegPal. (laughs) There's better names, like Tindert. How did they miss that? Kalemate. Right. I don't know. This is nice, though. It's nice when people can find each other. There's like Christian Mingle. It's for the Christian people looking to meet each other. J-Date for the Jews. Muzmatch is for the Muslims. That's a real one. So Veg Pals, it's nice that a bunch of people who are equally as hungry can meet each other as well. For two years at Walt Disney World, the costume characters, they weren't allowed to approach kids. See pictures with the characters and the kids are giving them a hug. Now they're going back to doing that finally. They're allowed to hug again. Nobody more excited than our prime minister. He's probably pulling that Aladdin costume out right now, <laughs> flying down to Disney. This is bad for the Disney characters. I'm sure it was good being away from the kids for a while. I was a sports mascot for a couple months. And the amount of kids who kick you in the nuts is unreal. It's like 50-50. And thankfully the suit's big enough you didn't really feel it but they tried so i feel bad for those disney characters and <laughs> going back just wear a jock is all i'm saying mickey it's never cool when the few ruin it for the many this happened at a dollarama in toronto <laughs> there was this scuffle between two schools york memorial collegiate institute and hilltop middle school I guess kids were meeting at the Dollarama and fighting. Okay, that's an interesting place to fight. The corridors, the aisles are narrow. Mm. There's not much room to escape. And then they also sell some Skittles so you can get a snack after you get whooped. You grab a spatula, whack. (laughs) (laughs) This resulted in, though, notes coming from the police where they had to make an announcement that 
no kids in either of the schools are allowed to go to the Dollarama anymore. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All those high school kids. Oh, they're going to miss out on those $2 bags of snap peas. Oh, this would be bad for business, though, wouldn't it, for the Dollarama? Like, can you imagine if that happened to Tim Hortons across from St. Anne's and CHSS? In Clinton, yeah. They'd probably get a lot of business from those high schools. Oh, that's just full of students on lunch break. Back when I was in high school... The kids used to fight at the water tower. Wingham water tower. The Wingham water tower. Where all the F.E. Medill students went. There's a fight at the water tower. You'd hear rumors all day. Fight at the water tower. Joe's fighting Mike. And everyone would show up there. Who won? Usually Joe. His family was rough. He worked out. Yes. But I had this happen in grade eight. 1987. Oh, full head of hair on him. Just the whole world in front of his eyes. Glassy-eyed. Oh, Huron County kid. Never been too many places, and I was so excited about our grade eight trip to Quebec. Ooh. Saving up money, selling chocolate bars to raise money for the trip, and then two kids ruined it for the whole class. We're going to warn you, this is just slightly PG. Well, no, it's just gross. It's, kids will find it maybe funny, if anything. So somebody... Do first names. Don't do last names, do first names. Guy named Tom, I believe it was, um, crapped... In Mike's boot. <laughs> Human crap. <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to say the word crap. Yeah. Mike puts on the boot. Oh, no. Crap everywhere. Just disgusting. <laughs> Called a Belgrave shoehorn, by the way. Never heard a teacher yell so loud as Mr. Chalk down the East Wawanosh public school hallways. You Is can... that why Mr. Chalk moved to Colorado? <laughs> Maybe. No, he kept his job. He's like, that's the third Belgrave shoehorn this week. He was rightfully mad. But as a result of these two guys messing around with each other, they canceled the whole grade eight trip. Nobody's going to Quebec now. It was not fair. Not très bien. So this isn't cool. I feel bad for the kids that want to go to the Dollarama in this Toronto location. I mean, the way around it is if the Dollarama staff ask you what school you're from, just lie. Say I'm from Central Huron Secondary and they'll say, where's that? We're in Toronto. Just say you're from East Wawanosh Public School and they'll be like, oh, that's where they put crap in people's boots. <laughs> is that where they do the shoehorn thing? What's that town called? The Belgrave shoehorn? We've heard of that school. You're yeah. doubly banned. It's with heavy hearts that we announced that the Belmore Maple Syrup Festival sold out. It sold out, which is good news. So that's good news. That's good bad yeah, news. That's the good news. So if you're looking to get tickets for it tomorrow, no, it's not going to happen. You can only make so many pancakes. It's a drive through pancake breakfast this year, so they'll be serving you through your car this year. Pre-pandemic, though, is always one of my favorite things in the world. You'd go into the Belmore Community Center. Legions of people making pancakes, and you could eat as much as you could using as much maple syrup as you want. Yeah, but it doesn't mean you have to take advantage of the situation. Yes, it does, Matthew. I've never seen anything so disgusting as going to the Belmore Maple Syrup Festival with you. Kept loading up your plate, pouring syrup on it, just shoveling the pancakes into your mouth. It was embarrassing after a while because you kept calling our MPP, Lisa Thompson, over. Yeah, so here on Bruce, MPP, Lisa Thompson, she volunteers at the Belmore Maple Syrup Festival. Yeah. She's always the one with the extra pancakes, so if you want more, a lot of times Lisa will give them to you. She was our server, and I think you owe her an apology. <laughs> I think you called her over 20 times. Yeah. Lisa! 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 It's a <laughs> hey, hey, more pancakes! 
It's like you thought the MPP stood for more pancakes, please. Look at you. <laughs> at one point, I saw her go over to MP Ben Law. Yeah, he's the MP for, for Huron Bruce. He's always at the side making the extra pancakes. I could have sworn she was whispering while looking at you. It's like that radio guy. Do we cut him off at some point? What's the limit? How many pancakes can he eat? And that's the beautiful yeah. thing about Belmore Maple Syrup Festival of years past was it was unlimited pancakes, unlimited maple syrup. And oh, yeah. You took advantage of it. Oh, my God. You got your 12 bucks worth. Yes. <laughs> and mine. <laughs> I'm laughing at the story because it kind of makes fun of you a little bit. So there's this doctor in South Korea. His name is Ma Sung Hyuk. He's part of the Korean Vaccine Society. So this guy's credentialed. Posted on Facebook this week and then pretty quickly took it down after criticism. And I'm going to quote him here. The adults who have not yet been infected with COVID-19 are those who have interpersonal problems. So basically, you don't have friends. <laughs> if you don't have friends, <laughs> who are you going to get the virus from? If you haven't got this thing yet, it means you don't have friends. Pretty much. Oh. So you haven't gotten the virus yet. How accurate is this? I guess it's somewhat accurate. Like, <laughs> I, I don't have people calling me up, hey, do you want to hang out or anything? I know a lot of people. I have got close family, but we haven't seen each other. You're my friend. Do we count as friends if we're also co-workers? Yeah, we do things outside of work. But it's not really an extra contact because I see you at work all day. And if I see you outside work, it's not like you're seeing an extra person. Well, you got COVID and I didn't get it from you either. Yeah, and I don't have friends either. So there's, there's a big hole in this guy's logic. Maybe I'm just such a terrible person. Even COVID-19 doesn't want me. One day you're going to come in with a cough, and I'm going to ask, Matthew, did you make a friend? Yes, I got COVID. <laughs> well, one day you'll have a cough. There's footage that surfaced from a courtroom down in Florida, a known man. Okay, so this was a jury selection, and there was a lady who was being interviewed by the judge, and she said, Your Honor, I, I can't be in this trial. I cannot be a jury member in this trial. And usually people make up good excuses like they pretend that they're racist or something. Yeah. They have a bias towards something. You Your know Honor, I, mean? I am horribly racist. I'm a terrible person. You <laughs> don't want me. I have bad judgment, you know. Not this lady. Here's her excuse. But then again, I need to figure out something. I have my sugar daddy that I see every day. I'm sorry? My sugar daddy. So she, she can't be in the jury because she has to see her sugar daddy every day. No, her sugar daddy. Her sugar daddy. <laughs> sugar daddy that I see every day. Every day. My sugar daddy. Sugar daddy. Sugar daddy. <laughs> All right. So we, yeah, we, had a, we had somebody call in just now. I'm not going to say their name because I don't want to implicate them. They're legally blind. Yeah. And... Now, when I say legally blind, not blackout blind, I mm. see this person walking around town. So they can see enough to get around, but legally blind. Yeah. And they said they get out of jury duty by really playing up the blind Really thing. playing it up. The big black glasses, the, the walking stick, the blind walking stick. Yeah, if you had to go into the courtroom, just play, play it up. And this is what people do. They play up <laughs> everything, anything you have to work with to get out of jury duty. Anything you can do. If it's a sugar daddy... That's a pretty good excuse, I guess. If you got to turn your blindness up to 10, do that as well. Every year, parents make this big mistake. Let's get the kids a bunny rabbit for Easter. Humane Society of Kitchener, Waterloo, Stratford, they're saying, don't do that, please. Every year, they're overwhelmed with bunnies. We thought they would like it for Easter, and then three days in, they thought the bunny was boring. They are boring. <laughs> They just sit there and wiggle their noses. They're pretty cute. They're cute. They're cute and they're nice. But you know who doesn't love it? The cables in your house. Bunnies love chewing cables.
But we don't do this with any other holiday. We have the Easter Bunny and people adopt bunnies. Christmas has Santa. It's not like I go to the retirement home and pick out the cutest grandpa and bring him home. Right. And then I get upset that it pees everywhere and eats out of the garbage. Uh, it doesn't even fetch a stick. It's always scratching at the door asking to be let out. All it wants to do is sleep. Always complaining it needs yeah. its medication and the nurse is stealing its things. And then you have to take the grandpa back to the home. You're like, I don't know. I got sick of him after a couple days. Kids didn't want to care for it. Town in England decided to remove all their daffodils from their parks. Why? Because I didn't know this, but daffodils are apparently poisonous if you eat them. But who's eating them? There's a lot of things that are poisonous if we eat them. It's rare if you die of them or end up in the ER, but they can cause you to vomit or have diarrhea. This is something that could be solved with one of those stupid signs. Have you ever seen a stupid sign? I saw a sign at a pool once yeah. that said, no hot food near the pool. What does the temperature of the food have to do with anything? Someone had hot food and then they fell into the water and drowned? Like uh, um, My thought was somebody had like takeout food and they were eating on the edge of the pool. Then the takeout container fell in the pool. Yeah. Maybe they got some like chicken balls or something, some noodles in the pool and it was a mess. Dumbest sign I ever saw was in a motel hallway and there was a sign up. It was basically a hockey stick crossed out. I'm like, oh what? yeah, yeah. Who's playing hockey in the motel hallway? I would think if you're from anywhere other than Canada, that sign wouldn't make sense. But if you're from Canada, especially if you're a hockey parent, you know the kids love mini sticks in the hallways. <laughs> <laughs> so just put up a sign that says, don't eat the daffodils. My favorite Easter candy is being recalled across Canada. Kinder Surprise Eggs, Egg Hunt Kit, the mini eggs, a lot of them being recalled due to salmonella contamination. Salmonella? Kinder Surprise. I guess the surprise is that you get diarrhea. <laughs> we got the wild boar here in Ontario becoming a bit of a problem. Alberta's the same deal, except in Alberta, province is going to pay you 75 bucks per set of hog ears you bring back to their Ministry of Natural Resources. There's so many boars in Alberta, they might even have to change the name to Alberta. Shame on you. Sorry for that one. I figured this might be a good summer vacation if you're a hunter, especially. You take your rifle down to Alberta, 75 bucks a head. There's one guy who has a farm in Alberta, and he says, I'll just lay out a whole bunch of corn, and then you wait in a little hideout in a tree, and all the boars will come from miles away. Oh. They'll eat the corn, and then you just pick off as many as you can in one go. He said you can get 10, 12 sometimes. That sounds too easy. That's yeah. like 900 bucks in... Ten minutes. Yeah, I'd pay for the flight and more, maybe. And then on top of that, the boar are edible. This guy says they're really good. They're taste. It's tasty meat. You can make bacon out of it, whatever you want. Bring them all back to Huron County, have a pig roast. There you go. How fun would that be? You freeze a whole bunch of the bacon, you bring it back, give it away around Christmas time. Boom, Christmas taken care of now. Nice. And your belly's full and suddenly you have to hop back on the treadmill because you just ate 40 pounds of pig meat. Lots mm. of boar. Alberta. There's going to be some big news today. Uh, Toronto MP Leona Alislev. She's going to announce she's running to lead the federal conservatives. It's, there's about 11 people now that are going to be running to replace Aaron O'Toole. But I bring this up because Leona Alislev, it's a nice name. Mm -hmm. Matt and I's favorite candidate, not because of their politics, strictly because of their name is Leslin Lewis. Leslin Lewis. Because her name sounds like a company that makes high quality pots and pans. Leslin Lewis. 
I only cook with Leslin Lewis. Sounds like she writes cookbooks, too. Yeah, Leslin Lewis cookbooks. Yeah. I like her brownie recipe. I love the Leslin Lewis brownie trays because every piece is an edge piece. Mm -hmm. Her romance novels. Leslin Lewis sounds like a company that makes throw pillows. <laughs> sounds like a collection of porcelain dolls. Collect all nine Leslin Lewis. I need to buy a sweater for my grandma. Leslin Lewis has some nice tops. It's a good name. Leslin Lewis, they sell double-edged spatulas. Sounds about right. You want, you want some nice doilies for your grandma? Leslin Lewis. One of the biggest signs that summer's almost here is when these roadside restaurants start to open. I noticed the Sky Ranch is opening tomorrow. Oh, sometimes you go by Sky Ranch and there's a line up almost to the road. People love the Sky Ranch. And, and what's great is every town has one of these Sky Ranch-like businesses. It's true. I think these go back to like the 60s or something, the old drive-ins, and some of them have remained in every town. Willie Burger in Clinton, of course, and the Farmer's Dell, Brucefield, Frosty Queen, Wingham. That was one I grew up with. Freeze King in Seaforth. There's Denny's and Grand Bend. Love Denny's, yeah. There's one in every town. And the thing about these roadside restaurants, they're hard to drive by. How many times have you drove by Blinker immediately on? You're pulling over the side of the road. Yeah, you're, you're hitting yeah. the brakes hard on <laughs> Highway 21. Yeah. You're doing a Yui. I wonder how many accidents happen there because people are like, oh, we got to go. You might have just had supper. You might be full, but you just can't resist these places. There's just something summery and nostalgic about it. Seems to be an app for everything anymore. Yeah, University of Guelph, they developed this app called Squirrel Life, and they want to know where squirrels are and what they're doing. They're spying on the squirrels. It's for research. Is there like a lack of squirrels for them to watch? I don't know. It doesn't seem like there's any fewer squirrels, but I don't know. I haven't been counting them. But if you're walking around, you can download this Squirrel Life app, and you can take photos of squirrels, and you can document, like, oh, that squirrel looks like he's up to no good. Yeah. You can document all this in the app. It helps the researchers, and it gives you something to do. Our own Matt Hussey used to do something very similar. Well, we still do. I think we still have to do it this year. We go around, and we listen for woodcock. Yeah. That noise there. <laughs> it's a woodcock. He'll do it one more time. Hold on. There it goes. It's a weird sound. <laughs> but it's, it's a rather large bird. It's got, like, a long beak. Mm -hmm. And it kind of walks really funny. So my wife and I, we go around and we just stop the van in certain locations around Huron County. And we just sit there and listen for woodcock. That sounds horrible. It's very romantic. It sounds like, <laughs> sweetheart, I'm going to take you somewhere very romantic. I'm going to take you to the East Wawanosh Conservation <laughs> Area. And we're going to sit quietly and we're going to listen for woodcocks. Yes. This Squirrel Life app, though, it'll give those creepy people who like to watch squirrels doing it, it'll give them something to do. They get to do it for science now. I'm doing it for the research. I'm not creepy, sweetheart. It's for the scientists. Look at all these squirrel videos. Yeah. His phone's filled with them. 512 gigs worth of squirrel doing it videos. What? And there's extra memory just for that? You bought the memory card just for the squirrels doing it? This got weird. It evolved very quickly. I'm sorry. Election years, politicians make promises. Premier Doug Ford, no different, promising a slight rise in the minimum wage to fifteen fifty an hour if he wins this year's election. It's an extra fifty cents an hour, roughly nine hundred and sixty dollars a year before taxes. Matt Hussey figured out why the extra fifty cent raise is really important. Well, it's an extra four bucks a day, which means Doug Ford can now buy his real egg sandwich. <laughs> 
He loves that yeah, he egg, loves sandwich, those egg right? sandwich, right? Give Kimmy's a good plug. The best thing you guys ever did is make those real egg sandwiches. So the real egg sandwich is how much? Three seventy two. They'll even have a quarter left over. And if you make it extra four bucks a day, (laughs) boom, real egg sandwich. But the new Democrats, they're promising $16 an hour. So a full dollar an hour. That's almost $2,000 extra a year. You know the stuff I could not buy for that because they're so expensive? Yeah. Oh, I just dream of the things I couldn't buy. Mm. Can't wait to not repair my car. Can't wait to not put money into your kid's college account. Oh, Oh, I can't wait for... So. What, do, what do you hope to not buy in the future? Uh, I still can't afford the plastic bags at the grocery store. Oh, no, I can't. E- even with this raise. Can't wait to not buy those mm. bags. There's this lawsuit filed against Burger King claiming that Burger King's been false advertising their products and that they're larger than they appear when oh. you see their Whopper, for example, on a commercial. Yeah, dude, you'll see somebody holding it with two hands and like they're having a hard time because it's so big. Yeah, and there's like a whole tomato on there. Lettuce, everything. Looks like the burger weighs nine pounds. It's the size of a small child. So they're not wrong, but of course it's larger. You're watching the commercial on your 70-inch TV. Who has a 70-inch TV that you know? It's huge. We didn't think it looked too large maybe back when we had our little TVs. That could be part of the problem. Oh, come on, Grandpa. You're going to blame big TVs on this? Back in my day. No, dude. Burger King's lying to you, but we all lie a little bit. You're too old for Tinder. But a lot of people lying about their stuff on Tinder. I'm Mostly too the- old for Tinder. I just don't have a reason to go on Tinder. You're too old for the earth, dude. But a lot of people <laughs> false advertise on Tinder using old photos. You might have been 40 pounds lighter, had a little more hair than you did in your photos. I've been on that kind of date. Well, you've done this. You've posted old pictures of yourself probably with hair. No, 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 no. no. Have you been honest on Tinder? So I haven't been on Tinder since uh, me and Trish the Dish started dating, but I I had current photos at the time. Did you lie about your height? No. Oh, no. Most people do. need to lie about my height. (laughs) I'm just tall enough to be considered tall, but this happened to you. Yeah, I haven't been on Tinder, but I'm a performer, and so sometimes people will make a poster. I show up to this place I was performing at, and some guy comes up to me like, oh, you're the guy from the picture? Oh, the guy in the picture is, like, young and attractive. The venue made the poster based on one of my albums from, like, 10 years oh, ago. Oh, you didn't send them the photo? No, no, I didn't. Oh, I think you're lying. <laughs> no, you, you can't see Matt's face, but he, I think he's lying. But if I were to make a poster, I might have used that photo from 10 years ago. Or use a photo from a lower angle and not a higher angle, because the higher angle would see the bald spot. Oh, stop. In the back of your head. Yeah, so this guy, what a weird thing to say. Well, you... You look way more attractive in your picture. You are far uglier in person, sir. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You look haggard and you sound haggard and you smell haggard. We've been talking about this whole Eric Church drama. He canceled his Saturday night show in Texas to watch basketball. He's like, hey, my team made it to the finals. Yeah, Carolina Tar Heels. They They beat Duke and they're going to play Kansas City tonight. In the final, Kansas rather, not Kansas City. So a couple other big stars chiming in on this. Jason Aldean was asked, would you do this? And he says, well, I feel like if people buy a ticket and come see your show, you kind of have to hold up your end of the deal on that and be there. Also telling Eric Church, hey, you shouldn't have bailed, buddy. People paid hard-earned money for that ticket, son. And then there was this wonderful scolding from Travis Tritt. Travis Tritt? Yeah, this is like the grandfather sitting you down and saying, okay, Eric. You don't do this. Is Travis Tritt the grandfather or the weird uncle? Maybe the weird uncle. He can be two things. But he says, 
Over the years, I've missed weddings, funerals, family reunions, and a bunch of events I would have loved to have attended because I was booked for shows. <laughs> this is Travis Tristan. Hey, we used to walk to school uphill in the snow and we liked it. Back in my day when we had a show, we went to the show. That's basically what he's saying. Travis Tritt was around when basketball was invented. <laughs> Be quiet, Travis Tritt. <laughs> but Eric Church is making up for it, evidently. Yes, there was such backlash to this that now he's decided to do a free show for all those that had tickets. He's coming back. Is it for those who had tickets or is it for everybody? Uh, I don't know. He just says it's a, a free show. for the Yeah, for those of you who bought tickets and were planning to come. Okay, because I don't want any normies who didn't buy tickets coming to the concert. Yeah, People you could, drop their hard-earned money. You could just say, well, I was planning to come. I didn't get my tickets yet, but I was planning on being there. Hey, is that you, Travis Tritt? Get out of here. Stop trying to come into this concert. It's okay, boss. It was just Travis Tritt again. You ever been to Brandon, Manitoba? No, me neither. But man, it sounds like quite the place, especially after this story. It happened last Thursday, so it was a day before April Fool's, but the story broke on April the 1st. The gentleman at a store apparently was stealing stuff. An employee confronted the suspect, and the suspect used a chocolate bunny to hit the employee. It was a Mr. Solid chocolate bunny. I guess it was just the closest thing, or was this by choice, I wonder? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm guessing it was just the closest thing. Thief reacted, whacked the employee. Well, it, it worked. It, it, he got away, meaning that it definitely is solid. This is a good advertisement for Mr. Solid. I guess so. Mr. Solid, chocolate's so dense you could whack a pharmacy employee with it. Use it as a weapon. That's tough, man. Sullying all these Easter chocolates with violence. Don't do that with Easter chocolates. You do it with... Christmas candies. A candy cane is easily shaved into a prison shiv. Oh, I know. They can get pretty sharp. And fruitcake. Oh, yeah, that's dense. That could kill somebody. You throw that at Grandma, she's in the hospital. Flamingo that escaped from the Kansas Zoo 17 years ago. And every now and then you hear about a sighting of this flamingo. They call this flamingo Pink Floyd. Oh, very clever. And it's like, hey, we've seen Pink Floyd again. He's been free long enough that the zoo says, you know what, we're just going to let him live his best life at this point. How'd he get out? Did he, like, break out Shawshank style? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Pink Floyd crawled through a river of crap. Probably. I can't even imagine. Pink Floyd oh, flew maybe. over the gate. Maybe. Probably easier than that. Okay, but you got to telling me about a story about a zebra. Apparently, was it your brother? Was ATVing out in the bush? Yeah, he sent me some videos. Said, hey, there's zebras out on the trail. They were <laughs> this was White Church area? Yeah. Yeah, there's some zebras that were uh, on the lamb for a while. You hear about zebras, wild emus. You hear about all this stuff in Huron County. You never know anybody who actually witnessed these things. So I Googled zebra, white church, saw what came up. There's an article in the Kincardine Record a couple years ago, 2018. And the municipality of Huron, Kinloss, they had to put a bylaw in place because these zebras kept getting out of their enclosures and wandering around the white church area. <laughs> <laughs> Stay in Huron, Kinloss. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Zebras all over the place in Huron County. Yeah, I had an emu on a farm that I lived at out on the rutabaga fields. I lived what a, a bizarre story. Yeah, there was an emu out on my rutabaga farm. Yeah, seriously. And it was there for the entire summer. So we had like a... A porch which looked out over the fields and we would just sit there me and the the kids were little at the time and it was this fun game like let's find the emu and we just look out over the fields and whoever could spot the emu first got a prize and then at the end of the summer when it got cold you had a nice big pot of emu soup <laughs> <laughs>
Mm-mm. Yeah, we figure it died from eating too many rutabagas. They are fatal. They're good, but too many is too much. Clinton Minor baseball pleading to the person who removed a parcel last Wednesday on the front porch of 37904 Bayfield Road. Right outside Clinton. The box contained hats, which were supposed to go to young kids for the Clinton Minor baseball. 3300 bucks worth of hat. All those hats. What are they going to do with the hats? So they're playing with these people. Like, please, just drop off the box somewhere and text us and we'll go pick them up. No questions asked. Yeah, return the hats, man. It's for the kids. But maybe they don't have Facebook. Maybe you're listening to the radio. Yeah, maybe you're the thief. We have our own plea for you. To the thieves who stole the baseball hats in Clinton. What are you going to do with baseball hats for kids? Yeah, you could put them on your dog. That would be funny. (laughs) That would be funny. But think of the kids with cold heads who need them in Clinton. Think of the kids who will have the sun in their eyes while playing baseball this summer. Think of the broken noses from the hatless glare of the sun. The kids live in Clinton. Don't they have it hard enough? (laughs) Seriously, though. Seriously, though. You don't need a box of hats. Come on, return the hats. You can return them here to our station. 300 Suncoast Drive. We'll take them and get them back to the teams. Explain to me how we're communicating with aliens now. Well, we sent them a message back in 1974. It was like a visual graphic of a stick figure and like some representations of our solar system. It was, wasn't was very high tech back in the day. Did we send aliens a GIF in the 70s? I think we did. The first GIF. So they're thinking, well, that didn't really have any response. So <laughs> now we're going to send a message using basic mathematics and science. So okay. sending that out into space, hoping that, well, math's kind of a universal language. So basically they're sending an EQAO test out to space. Oh, is that how you're phrasing it? <laughs> Boring. Send a GIF. Yeah. Better <laughs> GIFs now. Let's just send a good GIF this time. Aliens don't want to come here, though. They're going to come here. They're going to see the island of litter in the ocean. They're going to land in Dashwood and be like, no thank you, and immediately go back into space. How's this for a business model? There's this woman named Carolina Lecker. She's a model. She's quite attractive. So basically, you can hire her to try and hook up with your man. So if you suspect the person you're with is going to cheat, then you can hire her for 2000 bucks. To flirt with your guy. To text your man on Instagram? Well, you don't want to waste time in a relationship with a cheater. I don't want to waste $2,000 either. True enough. I'll make a fake account, grab some modeling photos off Google. Yeah, but here's the catch. If your man proves his loyalty and refuses the date that she tries to set up on Instagram, you don't have to pay. You only have to pay if he cheats. Okay. It's a bit of a gamble. So if you think you have a real loyal person, but then why are you testing him anyway in this case? But... You know what? Maybe this is a a secret thing for her to find love. Because maybe she's going to find some nice dudes who don't cheat. And then she's going to say, your wife or your girlfriend hired me to get you to cheat. She's no good. Maybe because you're such a good dude, maybe you should date me. I'm a doctor. Oh, maybe. Yes, that's her way to find love. And then when the guy ends up hooking up with the doctor, air quote, she not only gets a new man, but then she gets the $2,000 that was agreed upon because the guy cheated. Sounds like a great way to scam people, it's really. It's all a perfect racket. Brilliant. <laughs> I 
I know. Good for her. Hey, someone should set up this business here. I want to set up this business. If you want to test your girlfriend or boyfriend, I'm open-minded. You send $2,000 to Fatty and I will hit on them on Instagram. I'll send them messages being like, hey, good look. I don't even know how to flirt. Nobody's going to want to <laughs> date you. Why? Well, if you send pictures. I guess if you don't send pictures. I'm yeah. not going to use real pictures of oh, myself. Oh, okay. Who would accept? Canada's Wonderland announced they're going to be opening up on April 30th. So end of this month, the water park going to open May the 30th, if that's your kind of thing. Burr. So there's a couple food festivals coming. I've been to the Caribbean one. Bunch of Caribbean food trucks. Amazing. So there's going to be a Caribbean food festival, Portuguese food festival. Oh, yeah. And an Ireland food festival. Oh, what would that be like? French fries? I've never (laughs) really known. I didn't know Irish food was a thing. Yeah. So I kind of looked it up. Yeah, it's it's pub food more or less. Yeah. And then there's like kind of like stew and stuff, which I'd be suspicious of because it looks a bit like what people throw up on the roller coasters. Do you want a belly full of <laughs> Irish stew when you're going on the Leviathan? I don't think so. But if you've never had Irish food before, it's like British pub food, but drunker. It's that time of year where if there is any ice left, you don't want to step on it. My son and I, we love to go for beach walks. We do this all the time. Oh, ice on the beach, like yeah. on the water. Yeah. A little bit of ice still left. It jolts out from the beach just a little bit. But it's covered in sand, so it looks like beach. It's deceiving. Honestly, if you're walking on the beach, stay close to the trees because we barely went out at all. So my son, he takes the dog out because there was a little more water out further. So he's walking out to give the dog a drink. Falls in right up to past his waist. It was so deceiving. We thought we were on the beach. So he's covered in water, soaked in water up to his belly button. You help him out. Thankfully, your son's okay. I said, oh, do you have your phone on you? Because I thought maybe he had his phone in his pocket. As we're walking home, he's got his boots off. He's soaked. He's dripping, freezing cold. He goes, dad, for the record, you blew it as a dad. He said, when I fell in the ice, the first question you asked was, is my phone okay? Well, yeah, of course. And I should have been like, are you okay? That was the obvious. I knew he was okay. But I was worried about his phone. And to, and to be fair, the phone cost several hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. It didn't cost anything to make him. He was free. Yeah. yeah. So parents, I know you want to ask sometimes, how's the phone? How's the car? Yeah, if there's a car accident. Yeah. You want to ask, what's the damage to the what's car? What's the damage? Am I buying a new car, son? I've brought this up before. Yeah, you don't ask that. You ask, how are you, son? That's the first question. And then you say the cliche things. We can replace things, but we can't replace you. (laughs) And it's true. In the back of your head, you're like, oh, replacing that thing is going to suck. And it's true. Don't blow it like me. The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.